Hello and welcome to Multicast. I'm Laura. And I'm Friedrich. Um, welcome to our, uh, I, I lost track, eighth episode. Um, we are still in Prague. If you heard our last episode, we recorded yesterday. It's um, the last day of SNT 2018. And um, as you might already realize, this is going to be uh, the first international edition of our podcast. Um, so if you're a new listener, um, because that's, this one is the first episode, you can understand a short introduction, um, what, who we are and what we are doing. Um, we are two students of, uh, Theo Dresden and, um, in this podcast, we try to, um, explain and, and give some insight into our student network in Dresden. Um, just, yeah, we talk about general internet stuff in the most broad and common sense and also about all the student um, work we are doing yeah, like with our network. We talk about like events in the past or upcoming stuff and like what are our, our goals and our actual projects but also like we usually have also like a big technical topic like I don't know IPv4 versus IPv6 or something like that. So that's like always the scope we want to approach here. Yeah, but it's always supposed to be approachable for for every um, one interested, and we try to to keep it because understandable. I'm, I'm I'm a really big noob in like everything technical, so I'm here to ask the stupid questions. So, but like, it wouldn't be an international podcast if it wouldn't have international guests. So, introduce yourself. So, I'm hello. I'm Pavel. I am uh, representing Silicon Hill and Sinkulka Clubs from the Student Union of CTU, Czech Technical University in Prague. Uh, and uh, Silicon Hill is hosting this year's uh, SNT. Basically, uh, I just one of the guys that kinda got into mix. Okay, so uh, I'm Yona. Hello, uh, I'm from France. I represent uh, Resolio, which is a student network association, and we manage uh, 400, 400, sorry, 400 um, user network, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And we are located at Lille. Okay, cool. Thank you very much that you're here with us and. Um, yeah, um, already yesterday we, we sometimes uh, dropped this uh, uh, name, SNT, but didn't really talk about what it is and why we are here. Um, so the, the SNT is uh, uh, an acronym for Studentennetztreffen. And as one can already hear from the name, um, it has uh, quite changed in the uh, last few years. Yeah, it started as like a German, a meeting of German student networks, like I think 14 years ago. Yeah, the first one was in Chemnitz in 2004. So this one is the 14th uh, installment. Next year, we're going to have kind of an anniversary. 15 years. Looking forward to that as mm -hmm. well. Um, yeah, and, and what is SNT? It's... Um, it's a meetup of, of students from by now all over Europe. Um, so this year we have uh, France, Germany, uh, Slovakia and uh, uh, Czech uh, participants. Um, and we meet up to talk about everything student network related. But also other stuff like And <laughs> a lot of other stuff as well, right? Um, the topics are not restricted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so we we try to um, give the give tef technical help, insight how how we do it in our places and how we can improve it. Um, we we try to to basically get all the the nice things from other clubs and look how how they do stuff and how we can improve. Like sometimes a club has faced situation and another club is just going to face like 
we talked about that we uh, had a long trip of uniting our different parts of our student network. And there are like student networks here who want to uni unite with their partners in the city. So we can like give them advice how to do that or how not to do that. <laughs> and something like that or like technical wise what what kind of software hardware you use or prefer or stuff like that yeah so how how does that look uh, um, we meet up for usually from thursday to sunday um, so far every year different uh, club hosted um, so it's a nice uh, possibility to see a, a new city and and get around a little um yeah so um and then there are technical talks like um we we got a great introduction in uh regarding ipv6 only uh, mail infrastructure this year mm -hmm. that was really nice um there are city tours and campus tours you get to see a lot of uh, of the university and faculties mm -hmm. and their project and of course the hosting um, student network or even general student organization. It depends, of course, how they are organized. So um, two years ago, it actually was uh, at home with us in Dresden. And last year it was in Stuttgart. But like, how did it happen that we are now in the Czech Republic that we got international? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because I wasn't at the last SNT. Uh, I can only uh, basically relay what I know, but uh, I heard that we made quite a good presence <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a, a so. last year, and uh, that then uh, we were invited to host the event this year. And as as it as for the question why we are international now, uh, well, I think it's my fault <laughs> partially. <laughs> But uh, I'm. It always starts like with the little things. Uh, I met a guy from France during my holidays last year, and it was during the time uh, when the SNT was going on and when the Silicon Hill returned. I haven't even heard of this event before. But I told my French uh, French uh, uh, colleague who I stayed with, uh, and uh, he told me. Uh, well, well, he discussed. We discussed that we maybe we could try inviting some of the guys from the French uh, networks, and uh, we got in touch. Uh, uh, he got in touch with some of the admins in Paris, I believe. Uh, that was a couple months later, and uh, I think uh, they they were not interested. But uh, nah, uh, or they are not coming actually. No. Uh, but they uh, referred to Federes like as the federation of all the other all, of all the student uh, networks in uh, France. Yeah, that's quite a little bit the equivalent of SNT, but like with more structure around it, and mm -hmm. you have to pay some fees to be in it, and they okay. offer services. Mm -hmm. Oh well, so so I tried. Uh, uh, actually, it was not until two months before the event I actually tried to contact the guys through IRC. So I wrote in the channel and they were genuinely excited. Uh, and uh, then I sent an email. And as I discovered today from the guys, I think the email just got some, uh, lost somewhere uh, in the queue, in the approval queue of the mailing list. Yeah. <laughs> Cl classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For about a month. Uh, but uh, anyway, five... Uh, uh, four guys and uh, one uh, lady uh, uh, made it here <laughs> so i'm really grateful that it actually worked and uh, and uh, also our colleagues invited uh, clubs from slovakia from bratislava and julina and they came as well <laughs> yeah it's it's a really really great uh, expansion i think um I'm, I'm very happy to see all these new faces here and um, i think it's really really interesting um to to see that um, that that um, we have so much in common um, in all the different countries mm -hmm. still, and I think it's also a great uh, great sign that we uh, managed to to make this event uh, international in 2018 um, mm -hmm. uh, in a time when 
uh, other developments uh, look quite different in Europe. Yeah, yeah, great, great development there. Yes. So um, you just mentioned like Federes, I think is the, is the name. Yeah. And uh, it's like it's S and T, like you said, but with more structure. What do you mean with like more structure? Like, um, like S and T, we meet along the year. So for Federes, it's like twice a year, and only uh, like from Friday evening to Sunday afternoon. So shorter period, but like twice a year. And but. Um, From what I understood from ECNT, it's just uh, the organization that owes that manage everything and the budget and financial things, even if they can be helped from other associations. Uh, resident in France, there is an association that hosts the event, but most um, most uh, most of the budget come from Federes, which is uh, the the federation of a lot of different club and so they paid and they also offer services to the association that are in this federation. Okay, what kind of services are there? Um, I know there are some uh, virtual, mach virtual machine that are offered to um, to help uh, association to have some server outside their own network. So if their network as some kind of problem, there will still be something outside. Um, they are talking about uh, hiring maybe some consult consultant about law to help us to um, to be uh, to be. Um, ah, I lost my words. Uh, to be to fine. Uh, so that every financial stuff and law stuff would be uh, okay for... Uh, so that's correct and you don't have any problems with um, with the, the state or something like that. Yeah, that's basically it. And sometimes there are troubles with uh, with some legal stuff and they, they would be there for helping. So I think that's pretty much it. And there are some discussion that help us to help each other when there are trouble on our networks. So. Okay. Well, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah. So that nobody uh, runs into any issues regarding legal stuff. Because I think like, especially for like a really technical club, you usually don't have many people that know about like legal stuff and finances Yay. and stuff. So it's not done already, but it's, I think it's on the way. And They have talked about it at least at the latest meeting. So okay. So like, how many clubs are in your federation? Uh, I think they are like fifteen or twenty clubs, okay. but uh, they are all like smaller than yours, from what I heard, because most of us only manage a few hundreds uh, user, and not all clubs are active members, and not all clubs come to meetings. So. Quite similar to S&T in a way. There's like the core core team of, of bigger networks which always attend and are very uh, are very active all around. And, and then very passionate the, about the, it all. The smaller ones which drop in, drop out sometimes depending on the people currently running the network and how they are interested. Yeah, but I think it's it's uh, quite great that you managed to get a, like a proper organization set up for all the things. We sometimes talked about getting a little more structure for S&T to manage finances and so on. Um, I think there's also a lot, lot especially in this uh, regarding law and, and GDPR compliance and whatnot, yeah. which could yeah. be sold centrally. Um, but uh, what, what's a little in the way in, in first year in, in Germany is, uh, or for the former uh, incarnation of uh, S&T so far, was that um, there's quite a lot of different uh, organizational um, entities um, regarding how student networks are formed. Some are part of the the um, of the, the students' union. Some are part of the uh, oh I don't know the English uh, the Studierendenwerke. So um, like the organization the, that like organizes right. all the dormitories 
and like rents the dormitories to other students. Sometimes the student network is part of that. Yeah, and some are just uh, like uh, everyday nonprofit organizations. Um, is this m more more uh, unified or m more? Uh, um, are there less differences for you, and it yeah. made it easier or? Basically, I think there are two kinds in France. There are all those uh, association association uh, nineteen oh one, which are uh, which are um, the basical uh, status, the, the the main status for any kind of uh, association, and which is just to make things official. And there are some clubs who are not as official as those associations and depends on their schools often. So that's two kinds, but we don't have many other mm. types of things. Okay, and how is it like in the Czech Republic? Are you like all oh, students organization part of a student organization? Oh. Like a bitter one, like the student union here? Oh, well, uh, probably not so much. Actually, here in Prague, uh, uh, the Czech Technical University has probably the biggest student club uh, throughout the Czech Republic. And uh, while there may be some, there are there are some uh, other student clubs around the Republic, uh, like in Ostrava, Brno, and other places. And there are also meetups with those clubs, but uh, it is. Uh, pretty rare uh, if uh, there is a networking group uh, uh, operated like a student network operated by the students at least that's how that's what I know okay uh, well the student union of CTU uh, is actually uh, like let's say call it an association of Uh, it's a general association. It's not just for internet. It's also for other activities like fitness, uh, dancing, and uh, <laughs> dancing, and, and I don't know other extracurricular activities. Uh, like there was, I remember there was like a tea club or something. Exactly, it's a tea <laughs> club, and there is a board games club also, uh, <laughs> and a Christian club. Uh, for Christians and uh, really everyone uh, everyone can have a club uh, in uh, the student union if they want uh, it uh, gives them uh, I feel like it can give them more presence like if they want to have the club and they want to be united in the club uh, in the uh, union but uh, we have uh, like seven or eight dormitory clubs which uh, uh biggest of them is silicon hill and i personally come from a club called sinkulka uh which is uh located which operates on sinkula dormitory in davice where the ctu campus is also located so uh these dormitory clubs all provide internet connection to their members Uh, it is partly for historic reasons, uh, uh, but uh, we get the internet connection from the university, uh, and uh, I think it's in exchange uh, for uh, some kind of uh, propagation, something like that. I don't know, uh, uh, but uh, well, organizationally, a student union is uh, a student union. Uh, helps uh, its members with uh, there is accounting and there is uh, one employee which is a secretary actually but uh, we outsource other stuff like uh, if we need some law assistance uh, then we also have that we can provide that to other clubs so it is definitely worth it for the student clubs to to be uh, a part of this union and they can also get financial support for the events uh, also through the student oh, union okay. because there are some uh, funds uh, that uh, all the clubs uh, all the participating clubs can uh, uh, have to donate to these uh, clubs uh, to these funds to these funds but then uh, uh, anyone can really ask for a portion of that money <laughs> so like if i if i get it right if like my 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 new favorite the tea club 
mm -hmm. <laughs> wants to throw a big tea party. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> they can like use some of the funds and then they can ask you like for help if they need like some internet setup or so if they want to discuss the favorite tea or something. I, um, I don't know. Yes, that's, that's basically <laughs> it. And uh, it happens. Uh, actually, the tea club is situated here in Strahov dormitories. I think <laughs> it's block six or seven. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's it, and uh, yeah. Cool. So uh, yeah, we already heard that there are a lot of different um, activities uh, all all around Silicon Hill. Um, do you in, in in France are there also related activities or? Yeah. Um one thing to know is that uh, our networks are not tied to universities like maybe yours or like to dormitories, we are tied to engineering school, which is a French system that I probably won't explain <laughs> because it's complicated. <laughs> but uh, basically, yeah, we are tied to a school and some school have residence for their student and network student network manage this resident network. and. Um, in engineering school, lots, I think all the time, uh, there are a lot of different associations that do uh, a lot of different things from bakery to um, um, network to art to a lot of different things. And uh, all those uh, associations are, a lot of these associations are depending on something which is a little bit like uh, the student you know, union, which is the Bureau des Eleves, like uh, student board, something like this. Uh, like this. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's for the network student that all depending on their school because uh, other network just uh, took their independence from those uh, student board to get an official status and to be recognized by the state as a, an official uh, thing, mm. official association. So, like, yeah, that's pretty much where how it works. Yeah, mm. yeah. The student union is also an official organization, so it, that that helps with the presence in the in the in the world. Mm. So, like, you can can references if you like want to give someone like. A job to do for you and so like you can reference like we are from the student union and it's like exactly okay a better position uh yeah um, and besides the, the the local students organizations uh, a big uh, topic for for uh, student networks is always uh, the the uplink connectivity um in in germany um most most of the student networks uh go through their university but some also manage to get a direct connection to their uh, research networks in germany we have uh, two research networks basically one is the the uh, nation one uh, called dfn and then there is in baden-württemberg uh, a statewide uh, network bellevue and some, yeah, especially this um, Bellevue network is very cooperative in regards to student networks. Um, we are always looking uh, there quite... Uh, quite envious. Yeah. Um, and here in, in Prague, we already visited uh, Cessnet. The, yes. the, that's that's uh, the, the research network here, right? Yes, that's true. Uh, Cessnet uh, actually connects uh, the academic organizations and uh, well, well, uh, probably most of the universities uh, into an international uh, academic network, which then goes on to other countries as well. And uh, but not to Germany, I saw on the map. No, no, it, it's the, the main uplink is to Frankfurt. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. To, to DFN. But, but like the map was like everywhere, but not, not to Germany. Yeah, it was <laughs> not the most, uh, not the best uh, it, map. It, yeah. map yeah. <laughs> it was hard to find the mm -hmm. most important connection. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there was a connection to Germany and there was connection to France. I can't actually remember if there was something like that. Uh, 
Mm, yeah, that probably could be like the we are all connected to the giant. I think that yeah, that's mm. big, biggest, the uh, at least European network, or not yeah. even international network. research network organization, yeah. which is also uh, the the organization standardizing the Edrom, yeah. which probably all of our student listeners uh, know and use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the um, Silicon Hill network here. Do you have a direct connection to Cessnet, or how how does this work? Well, there is a connection to uh, the CTU. I think it is to the building in Karlovo Namiesti, Charles Square. Uh, and uh, the CTU is then connected directly to Cessnet, uh, and it is that way with uh, all the all the dormitories. They are first connected to some. Uh, to, to the university basically and the, then they wrote it to the rest of the world yeah and you have uh, i think uh, 10 gigabit unmetered uh, connection uh silicon hill has 10 gigabit masarykova okay. has also 10 gigabit but the other dormitories vary okay and it's because uh, some of this is because of the radio links but some of this uh, uh just uh, some administrative stuff that or or technical stuff like uh, uh, there wasn't free uh, free slot for 10 gigabit uh, at that time before. So for example, Sinkulka doesn't have 10 gigabit yet, but we are looking forward to it. Yeah. I hope very soon. <laughs> uh, I don't want to push it though. Uh, <laughs> we still uh, have problems saturating our one gigabit, <laughs> to be honest, even with the 500 users. Hmm. Okay, and so four hundred actually. How's how's the the general network in in France? Um, there is Renater, Renater, which is the I think the equivalent of Chestnet or Euro Educational Research um, Networks, but uh, officially Renater only provide um, universities and uh, other schools and research lab obviously, but uh, they don't give that, that directly to students. Um, so some association, some French association uh, go through their uh, school to get um, an access to Renater network. And some others uh, just hire um, a private company to like just, just a commercial uh, access or something. Yeah, a commercial uplinks. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do you do it uh, at, at at your network? Yeah, uh, at our network we have a commercial uplink because we didn't want to go anymore through the school. As um, uh, when you go through the school, you have you are dependent to how the school work, and if it's holiday and all the servers there is a power cut and all the servers are down and don't reboot, then you don't have internet in your residence because there was no one at school to reboot them and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's not well really well maintained at your school no it's not like the school is um it's in, during holiday there are not many people around there and yeah sometimes it's it takes time to uh get back internet <laughs> and uh yeah that and the fact that if we go through the school, like the school can filter what we can access or not, and they restrict the bandwidth that we can access to. So in the end, uh, like my association, um, we've been independent from the school like for one year, like last September, and uh, we now have one giga uh, gigabit uh, uplink. And yeah, I think everyone is happier now. <laughs> Okay. Even the school, we don't have to manage like the residence traffic. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, students can cause quite quite some complaints and abuse cases and so on. I guess they're happy to get rid of that as well. Uh, I don't know. I I think we haven't got one since I'm there. I I'm there since last September, but like for one year, we didn't have any. So. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I would have expected at least some torrent abuse complaints. <laughs> Yay! I think it's because um, 
French government uh, isn't really fast on reacting on um, abuse and like uh, we have a law which is Adopi which should prevent those things but in the end uh, they are not um, the the budget behind it it's not I think being enough to really uh, enforce this law and there are Uh, many many things to go around it <laughs> See. So. so um and and this this commercial uh, uplink is uh, you can manage to to pay for that um easily or is it is it a heavy burden i mean we don't have to go into the numbers uh, um but i approximately know them like we've um the price for one year is 80 euro per user we have approximately Mm -hmm. uh, 400 user so do the math but in the end we pay the uh, plink um, 15,000 a year for one gigab gigabit uplink mm. and so it's like a third of our budget but it's manageable mm -hmm. it's our main activity so we, have, we still have two thirds to replace equip equipment or to what we need to Okay, so. so you said 80 euros per uh, student and, and year. Yeah, 80 per year and 8 per month. So. Okay, so you can choose the the, the billing cycle. Or, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think that's that's a quite quite common number. We also heard yesterday uh, yesterday uh, day. Um, how how do you manage in here in Prague? Uh, Well, the membership is uh, for this particular purpose, network, uh, uh, like uh, network membership, we call it, which gives the members uh, uh, an access to the academic network. Then we got about 32 euros. Uh, it's 800 crowns, but it is 32 euros approximately. And uh, that's for semester. And so for the whole year, it is uh, 64. And uh, it is always paid by the semester, though. But And we actually manage with this uh, money to uh, replace the equipment uh, also without uh, uh, with a little help uh, uh, from some organizations. They sometimes donate uh, some servers, some old servers that we can then use to run things or some uh, switches network equipment it sometimes happens and it helps uh, it helps to expand the network uh, because uh, uh, even though we can uh, we can uh, technically uh, uh, renovate the equipment afford new ones afford uh, new ones exactly uh, but we uh, 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 in the case uh, of my dormitory, we didn't do it uh, as often as it, we probably should. And we got the switches almost at the end of the life and everything. Uh, but now uh, we've bought, bought a bunch of boxes uh, and we are going to get a 10 gigabit backbone and uh, gigabit to consumer. So that should be quite nice. Yeah, that's... It's always always great to, to put in new devices and bring bring everything up to up to date again. Yeah. 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 We have a lot about that to do. Because in our association since we were independent only since last year, previously we were depending like the internet connection was included in the rent of the residence and the association that collects the rents and run the residence didn't give us anything nearly anything to update our network. So we had a lot of old stuff and for a long time we just uh, replaced them by getting old stuff from other student network so we have a lot of old stuff that should be probably <laughs> updated <laughs> yeah most most student networks are quite good at uh, using devices to their fullest uh, extent yeah. very green using an existing device is always greener than getting a new one usually so yeah. one, one can see it like that it's uh, <laughs> an ecological uh, achievement to run these devices so long and, and 
Nice point of view. Yeah. <laughs> is it though? Because the new devices usually are a little bit more, uh, they are saving power more than the old ones. Yeah, but I, I have to, f I mean, I, I don't never went through the numbers, but I have uh, the impression that usually these power savings are just uh, then again used used for more features. And so the, the total power consumption more or less uh, stays at the same level. Yeah. <laughs> I <true>. mean, of <laughs> course, new devices are more efficient, but um, now you start to use uh, routing devices everywhere instead of simple switches because the network features are there and the development is like this. And so now you have much more intelligent devices which need more power again. Mm -hmm. That's at least what's happening for us as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think now we have like quite a good idea how the different backbone networks are structured in our different countries. So I think like another kind of difficult topic is um, how like we now talked about like the hardware we use but like also software is also always a big topic and usually like the consensus for for many student networks that open source is the best source <laughs> <laughs> and but sometimes like commercial users or universities prefer closed source so how is it with your countries should i start probably <laughs> uh well open source uh, is a quite a big topic in our university, at least at Faculty of Information Technology, where I currently study, uh, is uh, mostly run on open source software, with a few exceptions where you, you need to run Windows on some uh, for some uh, hardware classes, for example. But uh, th that software usually uh, is not either available or, or running well on on a, uh, on a Linux. But uh, uh, other faculties, though, uh, they are still more or less uh, using some Windows servers uh, for reasons I don't know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it might have to do with the fact that uh, uh, there is quite specific uh, software equipment for, uh, for example, architects, Ar uh, AutoCAD, ArchiCAD. Yeah software like this, which only runs on Windows and never will run on Linux as far as I will live, I think. Uh, so so either they have to run it on, the, the, even the students sometimes have trouble with this, so either they have to run it under Wine or uh, they have to have Windows for this. So they cannot just easily switch and this is, this is like a big, uh, this is quite a big setback for the general adoption of Linux, I feel. And uh, Windows, uh, I hate to say it, but Windows is easier to use, in my opinion, uh, like on a, on a regular laptop or a personal computer. Uh, for, a, for a regular user, it is easier for the user to inst uh, probably uh, like get new software, to get the exact software he wants, like not some alternative that uh, uh, usually is free and it's, it's pretty good. But uh, if, you, if you need Photoshop, for example, if you need that AutoCAD, you you probably get the Windows or Mac version, actually. That's true. There is also this thing. But at the university, uh, so, so the information technology faculty uses Linux quite extensively. And uh, students usually have Linux installed on their computers as well. Okay, so is there um, like an official stance uh, of the university in this regard? Do they... Mm -hmm. Have like, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, uh, they support, I believe they support this. In fact, there was a press uh, statement around, I think, uh, a few days ago that the university is going SUSE, <laughs> SUSE, uh, the operating system and, uh, and, uh, and actually the university is managing, uh, uh, computer, uh, classrooms, uh, and they are running Gentoo, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> on the computers. So the official stance of this specific faculty is that they support Linux. Of uh, the 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 other CTU might have a different view. 
Okay. In 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 Germany we um, have the problem that or I mean yeah that um, that that uh, Microsoft is quite lobbying quite quite hard with all the the um, yeah with the with the government and on several levels so. Mm -hmm. For example, in, in Saxony, we simply have uh, there's an official contract between the Saxon uh, state and, and Microsoft that there is a, a general um, license contract for all the uh, yeah for all the, the officials and uh, all the universities and schools and so on. And so you can't on the university level, you basically can't escape this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, because then everyone always has this mindset. Uh, well, we we have the licenses anyhow. The state bought it already, so mm -hmm. let's just uh, roll with it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's like at least like it's kind of nice for like students that are not studying technical studies that they have like a free license for office and. Yeah, but it, but it's a big showstopper for 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 free free solutions That's if true. everyone is just always defaulting back to to microsoft products because they don't see the cost yeah. basically mm -hmm. um, because the, the state already paid it and actually i remember that actually the whole city university uses uh, email services from microsoft basically mm -hmm. yeah that's also getting more more common mm -hmm. uh, they i think this locally hosted but but they still use the mm -hmm. services And it's actually something I don't know, so maybe I'll not talk about this <laughs> more very much. Yeah, no, our our university also switched over from uh, some Unix uh, mail system to to Outlook, uh, whatever stuff. I I I don't <laughs> log into that by uh, out of protest. Um, yeah, so I, I know that as well. Uh, how is it in France? Um, there also this default switch to Windows uh, project to Microsoft project in general, like most of schools and high schools and universities are using by default Windows and like Office Suite, uh, suite uh, like bureautic uh, from Microsoft and everything from Microsoft. And uh, yeah. Uh, when there is free software, it's really uh, a choice to make that a different way, and it's not at all uh, that common. Like in my school, like engineering school, um, for most of classes, you will need Windows, and if you have Linux, you just have to um, find the solution yourself if it doesn't fit exactly the same uh, the same way to do it as on windows <laughs> so there's a few courses that you use where you use linux but most of students i think would never use linux on their uh, on all the, the length of their studies so yeah quite quite similar situation yeah, yeah. but if i in the, understood you correctly your your um, student network um, you completely split not not only the uplink yeah. but you completely split off from from your from the school yeah we so now you're free to to do it um, your way what is um, uh, the stance in your your network yeah in our have? networks it's only like free softwares on all servers and everything it's just like At school, it's like all Windows and in the 12, it's all, all Linux most of the time. Um, I, I saw uh, one one of the other French guys was talking about this um, centrally developed information system. Um, yeah. Are you using that one as well? Yeah, we are using that one. Uh, I'm not involved. I, I think that no one in my association is really involved in the development of the software. But yeah, yeah, we... I found this very, very interesting because um, we in, in Dresden, we quite struggled with our information system and the development of it because it's a really bit, big task. I, I'm always impressed uh, how, how smaller networks uh, manage to, to handle it. Um, our latest uh, uh, new uh, development took, uh, I think, th six years and just got Yay. deployed last weekend. So, and <laughs> still not everything is working. Yeah. Um, so I was quite impressed that you managed to, to get together. Uh, is, is it also a Federes uh, project? Yeah, or is it's, it, okay. uh, it's 
yeah, supported by Federer's. Like, there is um, most of our engineering school. You only stay three years in there, uh, so it's really short, especially to deploy to deploy a new information system and especially to uh, develop one. And uh, actually, there is a few school in Federer's where you stay longer and some of the members of the schools are really involved in developing this uh, software so hopefully uh, there will be someone to continue because it's the whole problem like who is going to update it and but for now uh, they are still working on it and i think there are like five or six people i'm not in the development team so i don't know mm. what i'm talking about much but yeah uh, yeah maybe for our uh, newer listeners just uh, in case i'm not sure if this uh, term information system is really uh, understandable easily um if you're not in the in the student network scene uh, when we say information system we mean the the software which manages our members database and uh, financial transactions uh in many different ways i, yeah. I don't want to get into that it's a whole also very interesting how differently uh, student networks approach all the, the finance uh, finance problems with uh, uh, ZEPA and all the other diff uh, possibilities and um, usually we, it also manages um, the, the access control for the network so um, quite a, quite a lot of features it's like uh, developing it can be like developing your own little SAP uh, solution which other companies spend uh, hundreds of millions on and then they cancel the project after <laughs> after five <laughs> years. Uh, I think Lidl was just in the, in the news that they just didn't manage to, to switch over uh, doing such a project. Yeah, so it can be quite a burden on, on networks. And I, um, I mean, we already in, in Dresden, we have for a long time, we had uh, three different solutions running in parallel because um, <laughs> we went through a, a unification um of different uh pieces of stuff yeah yeah me. and and individual organizations and individual um, dorms was and just not possible to to integrate everything easily because it, these information systems are always very interconnected to basically every other service there is um yeah which makes it really hard to switch over so I've, it's very interesting if you say that um there's no one really uh, involved in the development. Not um, in my at your, Yeah, but you you are able to run it um, sufficiently. You are you are happy with it, or uh, yeah, is yeah, it it's problematic. Uh, uh, the aim when it started the when they started the project is what is it was like uh, doing an easy solution with the basic stuff. So since then it has grown, and there's a lot of options and additional modules that you can add to add different functionalities but the basic thing was to make it simple to install and easy to use for everyone and every new network association that would need an information system to start mm -hmm. so um, the project is on github and basically you have all the ins installation uh, instruction that are there and you have just yeah. just to fit it in your own network. Okay. So I mean our our new information system is also on, on GitHub, but I highly doubt that anyone could really use it uh, without getting very uh very deep into it. Yeah and, and getting a lot of help from our our guys which developed it. But that's that's really working. So, yeah, it's uh, work for us. I didn't okay. install it but yeah. I know it was installed last September and we have some trouble with it at, at yeah, the beginning and <laughs> So since the last update, it's working. So for now, it's okay. And you said it's also meant to help uh, new uh, student networks. Is that a thing in, in France? Are there still uh, new networks starting <laughs> up? Because um, in, in Germany, it's I would say the, the number of student networks is rather declining. Yeah, um, there is a... Federer's, it's one of the will of Federer's is that if you want to start we will help you and so we did, uh, i know that last year there was um, uh, one new association that 
came to a theater resident because they were looking for advice. Because um, the problem was that, if I remember well, uh, the school uh, wanted to give the net. They used to the school used to manage the network from the student residents, dormitories. Uh, I don't know how you call them, but um, in the end, uh, at one point they say, "Okay, we won't manage it again." Uh, we won't continue to manage it. We will give that to a private uh, company. And they were trying to convince the school to let them run the network, which is pretty hard when you don't have an informatic system, uh, services that knows you and know that you're um, reliable. Mm. So I, I don't know where, where they are now like what's their situation now, okay. but they were looking for advice. So yeah, there are still some that sometimes. Oh, well, sometimes these kind of ideas also pop up in the head of some of <laughs> some people from CTU, but luckily we have been able to convince them to, to, to keep the network student to students. Yes. But sometimes it just pops up. <laughs> yeah, we nearly got that solution. We nearly just close our They nearly just forget us and switch to a private uh, companies. Like just before we became independent, we became independent a little bit due to that. And yeah, they were, I don't remember very well, but at one point uh, in the negotiation, uh, Someone told me that at one point in the negotiation, uh, they were they were nearly having a contract with a private investor, and uh, some guys from the associations would say, "Hey, we are still here, and <laughs> <laughs> just don't forget us. Uh, it will be cheaper for students, and we are on site if there is anything to do." So, it's like I think I don't think we talked like in the podcast about it, but. Like some time ago, we had a dis discussion about like how's the motiva motivation to do something if you're getting paid for something or if you do it like for free because you like to do it. Yeah. And like my 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 opinion on this like that if you do it because you like to do it and you do it for free, you're, you're usually more passionate to have it working than if you are getting paid anyways. Yeah. So it would even may maybe be a better quality of the net if we were like let students run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it will be maybe best quality qualities, but um, yeah, students don't stay long in our university. So yeah, main problem is for bigger bigger things, it would be a problem. But like for dormitories, it's I think it's the best solution because students uh, can learn a lot from running the network, and that's just amazing what you can learn. And yeah, or you can help others to yeah. understand what you're doing. Yeah, it's actually true that uh, in our dormitories, uh, our, our dormitories, the students usually stay at least three, four years. So there is not such a big turnover because the usual uh, length of the study is three years for bachelor and two years for masters, at least for the technical, uh, for the information technologies and uh, software systems, stuff like that. Uh, computer science but uh, uh, there is not uh, that big turnover so that problem we don't really have yeah. uh, but we do have a problem uh, finding new uh, active members sometimes and uh, and keeping them yeah, yeah. i mean I, i've never heard a student network say ah we have too many people no. <laughs> i think it's like an, an illness like every social organization has to fight actually we have one in france where there's a lot a lot of people but i don't know if everyone is really active in them but they're quite big because two two associations just merge and i think it's the biggest one in france so I think there are like 25 or 30 members, which is amazing for our network size. So <laughs> I um, don't know for you. Okay. But I mean, uh, the largest one I know in Germany is probably uh, the, the guys from Ilmenau, the FEM, because they are running a TV uh, uh, besides yeah. the, the network and doing a lot of, of network stuff. We in Dresden, I think we are on paper 60 people 
um but yeah. i mean like really, in real life it's always less yeah it's maybe 25 or so the, the core team how many uh, people are you um in my association it's small like we are uh currently like before the um the start the start of the school from september we all up to cmic seven eight i would say but most are in holiday so during summer there is like no one in there because we don't stay in dormitories during the summer and we have like two or three people who are really into uh, the technical side and like three were into the association and learning and some were just around at the meetings and that we don't see much but yeah our main problem is like turnover because we do have a turnover of, of approximately two years in two years every member of the association can have changed mm. yeah, it's really due fast to our studies uh, the way our studies work for engineering school okay. so for network it's fast yeah yeah really i think i mean we we have members which are now i don't know Many years. Many years. I'm, I'm not sure if it's 10 years already, uh -huh. maybe. Yeah. Um, so long with us. It like, helps. Like, yeah, like uh, Stuttgart, um, the representative from Stuttgart yesterday told us that his uh, predecessor and uh, the post he's doing, like the, the finance guy before him, was doing the finance stuff for like 10 years in this organization. Which is like really, really, really yeah, long. Big, <laughs> big footsteps to to follow. Yeah. yeah. But was uh, sorry, was that an employee actually? No. 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 It was a volunteer. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's always this is always difficult, I think, for all student organizations. But do you feel like it's uh, it's critical? Is it uh, it's uh, like like is your your organization in in danger somehow by it or? was it always like this and you will manage uh, um it's all it has always been like this because the way it's organized so our studies are organized but yeah it's quite critical because if one year there is no one then it's dead mm. we we need at least three people's years and if one year there is no one then does the one from the year before would left without teaching anyone how to manage the network so yeah it's a big problem man we have to find someone so just there is no choice. we have to we we, we have to find mm. someone so yeah for, for us it quite changed a lot when they introduced the, the bachelor master system um in uh before the, in germany you had this diploma system where you usually stayed five years and now with the, the bachelor you are, uh, sometimes only stay three years and at the university and this was already You, you can quite see the, the consequences of that in the, in the uh, students' union and everywhere. So yeah, it's it's really tough because you basically only have you have one year to learn and yeah. one year to teach the next guy, and then that's it. Yeah. More or less. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Crazy. That's, <laughs> that's the same problem yeah. here because we have two years after the equivalent of the uh, two like the. Um, end of high school degree we have two years of preparation and then we enter in of preparatory classes we, ha we have to sit competitive exams and then we enter engineering school and we just have three years and the third year usually you don't stay in your own school we'll do something many people do something somewhere else like abroad or in another schools or so yeah basically you have two years in the associations okay and and you here in park you have also problem finding new people uh, mm. but is it critical or uh it depends on the organization okay uh, and <laughs> partly partly it also depends on the team because uh all almost all of the uh, dormitory clubs are more or less independent from the others and that includes information systems and uh, all the stuff around it so for example silicon hill has their own information system I, uh, we have our information system written by different people which have now are all left uh, the dormitory a long time ago uh, 
we, for example, in Sinkulka, we have now three active admins, uh, and but uh, it will be a problem very soon uh, because uh, one, at least one of them, is going to, I think, leave in three years, uh, 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 or or is actually doing a doctor study right now, uh, and but is not is not uh, he's not that active let's say uh and uh well the rest is uh, me and uh and the guy who's been on the he's, he's actually an employee of ctu and uh, uh he's been uh on the dormitory for more than 10 years uh <laughs> yeah mm, it's uh it, it is a it is a problem at some at some dormitories uh uh, somewhere the network team has uh, completely uh, died out almost and uh, had to be rebuilt uh, mm -hmm. from students. It, it happens from time to time that this happens and uh, the, they, they, uh, the network needs... Uh, uh, well, the students basically have to... Uh, uh, they have to get to... to uh, how to say it... Uh, get to know the network by their on their own yeah there is not no one really who could uh, help them uh, with this and some dormitories are were running outdated equipment it is getting better luckily in uh these days uh but uh, it always is this big problem of how are we going to get you guys mm. so yeah. but like it's not common that like if one of your uh -huh. dormitories runs out of active members who like take care of it. So it's not common that then a big other dormitory like Silicon Hill comes over and just takes over the dormitory and just does their stuff so that it, that, that they, people living there at least have some connection to the net. Uh, it happens. Sometimes it is necessary. Okay. Uh, and uh, this happened uh, at the faculty of biomedical engineering uh, where uh, the they had to set up uh, information they had to set up information system from somebody else and uh, actually they set up their diet the router died and somebody actually had to drive all the way to Kladno, which is on the south uh, not south north of uh, prague uh, and uh, and uh, get it up and running and sometimes it wouldn't work sometimes it would uh, uh just uh, break and uh, that is a whole other mess we usually don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> so you just like to stay in your dormitory and uh, yeah do the stuff there oh uh, yeah that's true and so there is like there is not usually a big connection between the between the clubs nor there is any centralized it uh i mean silicon hill has about 20 active uh, members uh, operating the network i think maybe maybe i over exaggerated the number a bit but i think it uh there are also some uh, services uh, uh there are a lot of services i don't know about even uh, so uh, they but i think they will also have that problem soon uh if we don't figure out a good way to uh get new people <laughs> Okay, so I think that's like yeah. a kind of good end point. Or what? Did yeah, you still have a topic? Uh, no. Uh, so let's let's hope that this uh, international uh, SNT um, will will help us a little to get a little more uh, publicity and uh, visibility. I think many students just forget about us uh, actually because the network just works and you pay your fee and <laughs> that's that's it. Um, yeah, so let's hope that uh, this helps. Um, people actually started yesterday evening to to translate the wiki and register a new domain name, um, which doesn't end in .de. Um, <laughs> so stuff is happening. Um, people are switching over the, the, the chat rooms. So I invite everyone uh, to join. Um, we are working on... on, on uh, getting rid of, of this uh, German-only uh, uh, stuff. So um, if you listen now and are interested, um, 
just uh, look look up uh, look it up in the wiki um, all the chat rooms are public the, the mailing lists are public no problem and um, the next snt will probably be held in bratislava at least um, the folks from there yesterday we're interested made, in, we're, in we're very it. interested um, it's it's not not yet fixed because uh, they of course need to go through the details a little and, and get a okay um, from I guess all the, the other uh, people there but um, that would be I think really great looking looking forward to, to visiting yet another city yes and so general to everybody who's like a first time listener to us and just like things like has some feedback to us or like has a wish for like more international episodes or like if you're just happening to be in Dresden and you can always come by and we can do like a feature or just talk and like sit together in a pub or something so we are always happy to like communicate with our people and share ideas and work on solutions together yeah so uh we were happy to receive some feedback we were really thankful that you joined us today yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much again for organizing this this great event um it was I think so much fun the pleasure was ours. really enjoyed it um Thank you very much. And yeah, to our listeners, uh, hear you soon. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.